Oh my gosh, we have a new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to I Mean Mom Podcast. 2023. I mean. I mean. Wow. It's we, been a minute. It's been a month, I think. A month. It's a couple of losers. What the heck? Well, we got caught up in the Christmas crazies. Yes. And, and then the holiday hangover. The holiday hangover, trying to get, you know, your kids, my kid back to school. I know. We dealt with illness after illness <laughs> and still dealing with things. It was yes. just, it was a month. It's life. It's life. Right? Yeah. But yeah. we're here. Yeah, we are. We are here. We have a list of things, and I think we're doing a double header today. So, yeah, um, we. Had we to- break it down right yeah. we, I mean I hope you all had a good Christmas and a good holiday season you know yeah. we are great we have 28 followers now on Instagram 202 or three downloads any followers that we don't personally know a lot oh, a few okay. actually that's really the right? yeah but I like to thank our listeners you know ZB <laughs> of course listens all the time so shout out to ZB Shout out to Pink in the Bay Area. She listens. Oh, yeah. Kim. Yeah, and um, my cousin Cindy and Susie and Tom. Thanks for listening. You know, we have some. And now my friends from L.A., Karen and Aaron, who have a lot of great commentary about about Meghan Markle and Harry. I mean, they are are connoisseurs, and I told them they've got to be on this podcast. Yeah, we'll have call-ins. Why not? ZB should call in, too. She was like. She was going off yesterday when I was in the Walgreens drive-thru. She was like, Karen, we got to talk about the Golden Globes. And so we were just... Oh, yeah. So much. So much. We need to maybe do like a twice-weekly. There, When there's a lot going on. Like this week? Well, yeah. There is a lot. A lot of loaves, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of great... Well, we yeah. hope you had a nice holiday. Yes. Anyways. Um, happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2023. It's been raining. We're in the Bay Area in California. And for those of our German listeners that don't know where that is. But it's been raining cats and dogs. Yes. But yesterday was nice. We had a break. Yeah. And all the little birdies were out, I noticed. It was so yeah. cute. Yeah. I'm excited for the new growth. The new plants. Yes. You know? Yes. We've been so low on water. We've had a drought for years. Yeah. The water table's so low, so I'm just glad we're going to have some yeah. some water again. It caused a lot of problems, though. It really did. But uh, there weren't a lot of deaths, so that's yeah, good. That's but there good. were some, and it's so sad. I just read about this little five-year-old boy that got washed away. His finger slipped from his mother's hand. I had to stop reading at one point because yeah, I just couldn't. No. Yeah. But it was, Ugh, it was sad. Yeah. You don't. You hate to hear those stories. Yes. And you wonder, how does that even happen in 2023 that, you know, there, there's not precautions set in place for these yeah. kinds of things. But, you know, we're just not used to this weather, really. I mean, people drive erratically. Although I have to say people, and ZB and I were talking about this, people are driving a little bit calmer now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe less people are driving. I actually drove home on the freeway the other day in the worst weather. My phone was going bananas with alerts mm. because of the area that I was in. It just got hit. and mm-hmm. it was, That was the hail and the heavy rain. It was for like five blocks. Oh, my God. And um, You were driving during the hail? Yeah. Oh, Lord. And um, I was 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Who would have thought that day, whatever, but there I was. Right. And yeah. it was like 
golf ball hail I yeah. felt like yeah I felt it was gnarly like, you it was almost like a whiteout but a gray out because mm-hmm. the storm was so low mm-hmm. it was crazy anyway it was yeah, crazy it was crazy Oh, well, we got some sad news last night. Nicole and I were texting each other. Lisa Marie Presley. I know. Passed away from a cardiac arrest at 54. Yes. So, what are our thoughts? I've. Uh, well, at first I was thinking just so sad, right? The right. first thing I think of is obviously myself because I had one at 49, 48 yeah. or 49. Right. Um, and so that's fucking crazy right right um and then i remember that she was at the globes the night before and um she's had a past with drugs and maybe she whooped it up i don't know that's presumptuous but she didn't look great no like all of a sudden she looks like her mom yes very um, um long in the face long in the face sunken in a yeah. lot yeah. Um, hair looked disheveled. And who did yeah. her hair? Like she had a bump it in. Like right? a bump it. A bump yeah. it, but it wasn't in the back where it's supposed to be. It was kind of. It was up, up there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I watched. Did you watch that interview I sent you with Billy Bush? He was on. Fox. I started to. Right. He said. I mean, the gist of it was like. She could not, there was two steps to get up to the platform to interview with Billy Bush. And she was with one of Elvis's handlers or something like that, you know. Okay. She could not make those two steps up to the platform. So he came down to her. Hmm. And she's like, she didn't look with it. And she was very slow. She was like a sec, a, a minute slow mm-hmm. on like what she was saying. Mm-hmm. And so for me, my thought is that she was taking pills yeah i thought i thought pills and And needed them to get through the awards ceremony because maybe she's been out of the eye for a while and her son passed away which it's got to be just drug overdose it's devastating yes but i feel like she probably takes a lot of pills to cope with that grief maybe maybe and then she's just they can be very addicting and you can really mix things up Sure. And sure. then it affects your heart. Sure. But I tell you what I did last night after hearing about that heart. I threw away salami in the head of my house. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I am not. I don't salami. I'm like, yeah. I do not want to clog my arteries. I know. It's so... I'm eating some, some berries this morning. Mm-mm. It's hard. 54. Too damn young. Yep. Too damn... Her poor kids. Yeah. Her, her poor mother. Yeah. Like, she hasn't been through... You know? No. No, that's just too, it's too much. And the ex-husband that was still living with her, mm-hmm. that tried to, um, tried to uh, resuscitate her. Right. She's been married a few times. Yeah, she's, she's had a Nick, life. Ca- Nick Cage. Yeah. Jack, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember when they were on Oprah talking about them having hoochie time. Oh, and I was no. like, eh, grosero. Oh, my gosh. Muy so, grosero. My son, Cooper. Yeah. He's 12, almost 13, uh-huh. and he loves Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. That song just pumps him up. Yeah. And um, Billie Jean came on in the car, and he was like, this is Michael Jackson, isn't it? And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. Smooth Criminal. Love it. You know, we mm-hmm. started, so we started talking about it, and then I felt it was my duty right, to fill him in on the dark side and... Um, 
it was a bummer. Yeah. Because I kind of saw the, the light go out a little in his eyes. But then we had to have a conversation about how music, you know, really pay attention to how it makes you feel, not always the artist behind it. Right. right. So it... Mm, yeah, it was hard. But Separating the art from the artist yes. is very hard for a 12-year-old to really... Yeah. Luke's, you know, was mentioning Andrew Tate for months, a few months, and I was like, you are not watching those videos. I said, this is yeah. bad. And now he got arrested and everything, and I was yeah. like, this, and Greta Thunberg, thank you, you know? And so I told him the whole story, and you could just see, like, what, yeah. what did he get caught with? I'm like, I let him know. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, he's old enough to know. Yes. I said, this is horrible. And just kind of thinking, oh, I can't even. Yeah. He, just to see that, you know. And I did watch the Michael Jackson doc with the two boys who oh. were abused. And their stories are awfully similar. Yeah. And I mean, he did real. horrible things. Do yeah. I feel like they need to be brought up in this day and age? Maybe in conversation, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that's a whole nother topic. That's of a people whole... coming out of the woodwork now. Now years later. Right. Looking for cashola. Well, let's talk about uh item five if we're gonna talk about cash grabs. Let me get my glasses on. Yeah. Um... We are professional in twenty twenty three. We have a an outlined printout. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Karen. We needed we needed to take notes because we had so much to talk about. Uh the stars of uh Franco Zeffirelli I Forgive me if that's not the director's name. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, which was done, I believe, in 1968 or the 7th. Oh, gosh. Now I should have put those notes in there. But anyways, um, they were the stars. And they were underage. They were minors. This is the original. The original. This isn't the Leo DiCaprio. No, this This is is years and years before that. It's what I saw in high school after we watched Romeo and Ju- after we read, read Romeo it. and Juliet, the teacher treated us to watch Zeffirelli's version. We're really well done. But there's the scene after Romeo and Juliet spend their first night together as husband and wife. They um, there's a nude scene where she shows her breasts, and I think he has a butt showing. You know, um, and again they were minors when the, now okay. this wouldn't happen today. You would have no. an eighteen, you would have a twenty year old or something playing yeah. the sixteen year old, right? But, but this is how history learns, right? Right. They, oops, and then... Right. Yeah. And so for years they've talked about this, and I remember my teacher saying, now you're going to see there's a nude scene. Like, I would have had to skip over it in my my teaching career. I would have had to fast forward right. because we can't watch any nudity. That's what I had to do with Shakespeare in Love. I had to fast forward just to some scenes that I had to show because there's... Gwyneth Paltrow shows her boobies, right? So I can't... You right. can't show that, right? But back then, she was like, listen, you're going to see boobs. You're going to see this. She's like, I don't want to hear a... You couldn't hear a peep in that class because she scared the living daylights Good. out of us. No heckling, no, no laughing. No heckling, no laughing. She's like, it's there because it's art. And she was explaining to us what it was and why it was there. And um, she explained about the director and everything. Well, now these two actors, after years of talking about it, after years of praising this work, I think the woman's name is Olivia. I what the actor's name is they want um they're suing for 500 million dollars <laughs> because they felt exploited <coughs> okay <clears throat> it's what I 50 mean... 60 years later right they are in their 70s 
And now they want this money. It's a cash grab. Yeah, they want to set their families up. Right, because now I guess California lifted the statute of limitations, and so now now it's a free-for-all. But yet again, if you did feel uncomfortable with it, you didn't, A, didn't have to take the part, or B, your parents were responsible for you. So your parents could have said... Could have, should have, would have. Right. Also, back then, and it's probably still now... Parents are probably thrilled right. that their children are chosen to be right. prominent in the entertainment business. Right. You know, the, the, the kind of people that go towards that door mm-hmm. are pushing their way through. They, right. They want to be there. They're right. They're excited for their kids, for themselves, for their family to be in that spotlight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I think this is really shitty yeah and everyone's just going for it it's going for it what I, can we do i i hope <laughs> it gets thrown out you know what i mean and saying you know what yeah i'm sh- maybe they'll have a cash settlement maybe or something i zephyr really's dead you yeah. know what i mean here's, um here's a hundred dollars go right. buy yourself a cup of coffee and you've talked about it the thing is they've had interviews about being there you know They've, they've never said anything about this stuff, how yeah. they felt about it until recently. And it, it just comes <laughs> across desperate. Desperate for attention. Desperate for just... Money. Yeah. Greed. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Gross. Well, let's get to the Golden Globes. Ugh. Speaking of Miss Lisa Marie. Okay. I mean... I mean... It, after a two-year hiatus, the Globes came back. Gerard... Gerard Carmichael was the host. He never heard of him. Right. I had because You're a little more plugged in than I am. Well, he was I watched SNL and I hadn't heard of him him before SNL. I was like, who's this? My bestie watched his show um on I think it was the HBO show. He's like, oh he has a great show on HBO Max or something. It's like really but he sits he sits there with a microphone and he talks in the same cadence that he talked with at the Globes. Very boring. Not a host kind of get you no. pumped up or anything. He had a monologue that never discussed the movies. And it was just boring. And like you said before we um, started recording, you don't tell these people to shut up. Where's the respect? It's lost. I Even with in the past award shows that I've seen in the past maybe two, three years, the class has diminished mm-hmm. and not I, I you know we're not talking about like oscars so white or whatever it is it's talking about the class of the mm-hmm. the personalities mm-hmm. of the people and i feel like there's there's a um a level of decorum that you have to have at sitting that you there should have that you should have yeah. you don't go up and slap like Someone, a dress code. A dress code. No, you shouldn't be wearing tennis shoes with a suit at the Golden Globes. No, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. You need to wear a shirt yeah. to the Oscars. Yeah. You don't go bare-chested to the Oscars. Yeah. You know? There's a time and a place. Right. Um, And I, I just feel like, wow, are we are we now we're in a host that tells people to shut up? That tells people... I think he's, and, one time he said, shut the F up. Or and whatever. it wasn't funny. It's yeah. another. It's a. It's one thing like when Ricky Gervais goes, "Ah, oh, shut up," you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. <coughs> it wasn't funny. It didn't come across well. I there was a couple of cringe moments. It wasn't witty. Mm mm. It was um, and I I like to think I have a really high caliber of what I 
I don't get offended easily at mm-hmm. all. And it was offensive. Thank you. I was like, you know, here these people are. They've done their work. I mean, it's like they're actors, they're mm-hmm. directors. I mean, it's, there's a solving, you know, no. the world's so- problems. Yes, no. Yes. But they have entertained us these last years. I didn't see any montage of the movies. I didn't even hear him mention all the films that were being created, all the, the, the great work that was done. Nothing. It was all about himself which I thought was gross. Yeah. Like, why am I here? Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Why am I here? Yeah. Why am I, you know, how much I'm getting paid? Yeah. He's getting paid $500,000. Is tacky to talk about? So him? tacky. And I, really? Is this? It was, it was gross. It was uncomfortable and awkward and it, oh, it just wasn't, wasn't good. And, um, the Whitney Houston joke. <gasps> that that silenced the room. I can't even... I would have gotten up and walked out. That's fucking no, no, no. Don't do that. How can you... Is it just that this generation... And I felt old. That oh. just, you know, it just yeah. is like... It's no... We're going to talk about everything. We're not going to care how you feel. But it's all about how I feel. Right. My feelings and stuff. Yeah. But what about... Other people's feelings. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. It's all right. But, but you, you can't. But if you say something that hurts my feelings, mm-hmm. you bet damn well I'm going to make a big issue it's about it. It's just so messed up right now. No resiliency, but it's open-ended for anyone else to say that. It was so... I just felt like it, it It set the bar so low. And it's... I don't know. I felt Maybe it's generational. Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm just getting too old. But then I remember, like, Billy Crystal. And when Eddie Murphy came up, and he was so funny. And, like, he said, you know, yeah, he's funny. He is funny. I was like, damn it, why isn't he the host? You well, know? because he's... He won't do it. He's too... No, you don't get Eddie Murphy. That's like asking Brad Pitt to host the right. Globes. No. Right. No. No, he won't do it. But that was funny when um, the creator of your favorite show... Abbott? Yeah. Yeah. When she was in the middle of her speech and she just kind of looked down like, oh, hi, Brad. Like, I know. he was right there. That was so funny. Great show, Abbott Elementary. Yeah. Love it. Um, so many great shows. And I, fortunately, because I spent a lot of time with my mother over break, that we got to catch up on a lot of cool shows. Yeah. Em- Emily in Paris, White Lotus. So I got to see <gasps> some of this stuff um, before, you know. But we, I still have to catch up on Abbott. But yeah, yeah the it outfit. was a dumb, it was, oh, and the outfits. The outfits. What was going on? Que pasa, Nicole. Que pasa. Que pasa. I don't know. I, there was a few things I liked. Jessica Chastain, I liked that dress. Um, and I love, I know I'm a masker. I loved her mask that matched the dress. Oh, I didn't see that part. And Boo Boo, not a mask in that house. And guess who has COVID now? Jamie Lee Curtis. She just posted her three <laughs> positive tests. I was like, you bet your ass you got COVID. None yeah. of you got, none of you guys well, were masked. This no. thing is still here. Bill Hader, miss you. <laughs> you would have been masked. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean... I'm not surprised. I yeah. <laughs> wonder if Michelle Yeoh's okay. <laughs> she was sitting next to her. Um, yeah. I thought the outfits were... I didn't Dis- even dismal. watch the pre-show. Dismal. You know? And not a lot of um, heavy hitters there. Not a lot of people that I recognized, which made me feel old. Like, damn it. What, where, yeah. When did this happen? 
I like jump the shark on something because I know. My, all of a sudden, I don't recognize these people, and I, I, don't, I know I don't understand some of the fashion choices. My friend um, Stacy was there because when I lived in LA, I got to know Stacy because she worked with a friend of mine. And so she's there. I forgot. I think she works for Netflix or something. Anyway, she's she was looked gorgeous. She had on this dusty blue dress and mm. stuff. I was like, "You look great." And she was like snapping all these clandestine shots of Rihanna and mm-hmm. everything. And um, Michelle Williams looked beautiful. She's always yes. she's like she is so beautiful. Person, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Anna de Armas' dress. I loved it. it I was, loved it. Yeah, she is so pretty. She really is. Although I have no desire to see blonde whatsoever. And I'm an artsy fartsy movie yeah. kind of girl, but no. Mm. Although I like her. Yeah. Highly recommend seeing Glass Onion. Saw it twice. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it. Send us a DM. Yeah. Well, Golden Globes. Yeah, it was it was shockingly uncomfortable and yeah, I didn't like it. Who's going to host the Oscars? I don't know. I don't know. You know? Hopefully someone that can get it done. Hopefully a comedian who has, or an entertainer that yeah. has some. Hopefully not Will Smith. Well, he's banned. <laughs> Ten years. I know, I know. That was a bad joke. But, yeah. yeah. Keep his wife's name oh out God. your mouth. Out your mouth. I think it will be addressed at the Oscars. Well, of course. Stay in your seats. Don't come to the stage unless we call your name. <laughs> or they'll start putting seatbelts in. Oh, or they have to like push a button to let them get up and <laughs> that's, come on that's stage. That's a great idea. That that's a good fun. bit. Yeah. Well, the producer should be listening to us. Harry, <gasps> the air and the spare. Oh, the the spare. The spare. What are, I mean, he's all over the place right now. Yeah. I, I tried to watch the doc. I'll be honest. I got through two and a half episodes. It was so boring yeah. and bad. I'm curious to read the book. Will I read it? Probably, Karen. I'll probably <laughs> read it. But I just got the snippets online yeah. and... I'm a snippets girl, and yeah, I think that I don't know. Karen. <laughs> it's so loaded, right? It, it is so loaded. It is so loaded because I think Megan is such a narcissist. I think she's she's the neck, and she, you know, he and he loves. He loves her side of life, right? The entertainment business and all of that. Like that's and probably very a bit of the freedom. Him. Yes. Because I think it's very trappy. Yes. Royal life. Yes. I would hate it personally. Yeah. The yeah. money's great. The, the fashion's great, but I would it's hate it. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's yeah. a choice. I don't and, know if I would like it. Um, I don't think Megan liked to be stifled, which is sure. Fine. Who would? Uh-huh. But you know, that that's, you don't tell me you didn't know what you were getting into. I don't know or why you they're thought not... you could change it. Right. Mm-mm. Right. No. But as far as he goes, I I think as much as I'm here for it, <laughs> I think it's really gross to air. Mm-hmm. And it's A I R, not H E I R. To mm-hmm. air the grievances that you have with your family to 
just to justify yourself right. moving through life. There's a lot of low blows. I was yeah. talking to some friends. There's a lot of low blows in there. He makes fun of his uh, his brother's hairline. Uh, he just it's like why even say stuff like that? Because it's not it's not classy. No, it's it. I understand mm-hmm. his issue with the British press. Yes, and I get that. And if it was more focused on that, there was some things that were really horrible. That, you know, he mentioned in his interview with Stephen Colbert that, you know, he served in Afghanistan and he had people he killed. And, yeah. his, and the snippet that they took out, the British press took out, was totally out of context. Right. And I, I think that's the whole thing. Yeah. And every, how they have different, um, like Camilla has a different representative. and Right. Um, they all have their different press people and that those press people were pitting against each other to make others look better. Right. Like, that is crazy. That is and crazy. super interesting. And, you know, I've got popcorn when they right. start talking about that. But the um, the family stuff, like, the core family stuff is, like, we all have families. None Listen, of us get along all the time. It's shitty. It's, it's nothing new. Sorry that you were the younger one. You know, there's there's yeah. a lot of poor me that I can't I can't follow with. But um, I think it's the first time because he has a platform now and a voice yeah. that he's that he feels like well you should know this. But I'm getting to my little quote here. Okay. By. Uh, Ronald Reagan's daughter, Patty Davis, she wrote a tell-all book Mm -hmm. airing her family's dysfunction and grievances 40 years ago, right? And I remember seeing all of those interviews, and she didn't have a good reputation. Right. And so she shows up on the Today Show. Also a partier. Also, like, a wild child. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's the daughter. And again, this is the redeem. I'm going to redeem my wildness by letting you all know how shitty it was right. growing up. Right. So she wrote recently a New York Times op-ed. It was so well-written. And she really regrets writing that book. And she says, what a mistake. And I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote an op-ed. So says, you know, uh, Prince Harry and the value of silence. And so this is her quote. She says, silence gives you room. It gives you distance. And it lets you look at your experiences more completely without the temptation to even the score. Mm-hmm. And silence is powerful. Mm-hmm. When someone stays silent, it makes you nervous. It makes you wonder what they're thinking. But it also gives you the room to think. Well, there's also safety in silence. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Um, so true. Because you know, and you've got it held close. Right. And it's powerful. It's more powerful than, you know, putting it all out there. Because putting it all out there when done poorly, like Meghan and Harry are doing, um, it does come off as narcissistic. And it does come off as... um, I want to... Pointless. I want to poke the bear. I want you to see how it hasn't been fair for me. I know. Little temper tantrum. Yeah. And, you know, Meghan, it was the same way with her in the Oprah interview and... Well, you know, whenever she opens her mouth, really, which is too much. A bummer. Right. I want to love them. I want to I love want them. I want to love them. I want to be their next door neighbor, Montecito. I, I do. But I said, would I go over there and borrow a cup of sugar? I would do that with Oprah. 
I don't know if I'd go over there that much because I'd be kind of, I, I couldn't trust her. There's something that just comes off ick about her, and yeah. I'm really bummed about it. Me too, because I, I thought, oh, thank God he's marrying someone who isn't so stuffy and British, you know what I mean? But then again, I'm like, yeah. I, I was like, she's from California, you yeah. know what I mean? I was so... She says an avocado can make you feel better. I agree. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah. It's true. It is. <laughs> um, it's true. There was a, a video snippet that I saw of um, she was holding Archie on the porch, and um, Harry went to kiss her goodbye and then kissed the dog goodbye. And I don't remember what the context was, but it was supposed to be like, it, it wasn't purposely recorded for some kind of show or whatnot like it was supposed to look kind of not secret but you know just like everyday life normal whatever Mm -hmm. and it did come across that way but then you're still going but why were they there videoing Mm -hmm. it who Mm -hmm. who was that videoing it because they never mentioned who it was and why and right but but who was there? It's almost like when J-Lo had the camera following her around. She always has the camera following her around. It's like around. they have to document Take every Your aspect. whole life. Yeah. Yeah. You don't build core memories by having someone no. just And it just it. looks gross. And it makes you look looks egotistical. Thirsty. Yeah, thirsty. My favorite word of the yeah. day. Yeah. You're hella thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. you know, my friend Karen, who's now a, a po- she's a big podcaster. Shout out Karen from OC. Um, she said, I would love, and I'm going to quote you, Karen. I hope you're not mad at me. I would love to hear his honest answer to the following question. Would you have done the interview book if you received no money for it? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, I would definitely have some follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. And this was in response to his Anderson Cooper interview. But if you got... If you just received zero dollars and wanted to write the book, would you have done it? Would you, if you got zero dollars for the Netflix documentary, would you have done it? No, right? I don't think so. Right. I don't there, think there's, so. There you because go. Because there's nothing, um, there's nothing poignant about it. There's nothing really. It's just so wah wah wah. It is. Because it's, I thought maybe if the book was about like how the British press treats women, how the British press, press treats our wives, how the British press has, you know. Right. But it really was just like my dad. and Yeah. Uh, there, and there were, there were some gems. I know. I'm, right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I, so much. you know, when I see him interviewed on Colbert, I kind of like him actually. I do. Right. They were doing tequila shots. And... Yeah. And he's just kind of. And the, he liked the audience was like, Harry, Harry. Yeah. I want him to just be Harry now. Yeah. And go forward. Right. Right. I'm, I'm Enjoy try- California. Yeah. Let's go surfing. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It know. is expensive. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. is. Especially where you live. Yes. Yeah. But, you know. Was he was he sheltering in place with um, Kevin Costner at the Golden Globes when they were in the rain? Oh, my gosh. I know. Kevin. I know. Well, we have some, uh, we want to kind of wrap it up because we've got another podcast. Oh, yeah. I know. We're trying to keep them short and sweet, but. Right. We've got a lot of injured people. Get well, Jeremy Renner. God damn it. What happened? Can we set fire to that, um, that whatever tractor that ran him over? The snowplow? Yeah. Jeez, poor guy. I hope he recovers. I mean, he looked like he was well cared for. Yes. Yes. You know, shout out to the Reno Hospital. He's got a strong um, spirit. He does. 
yeah. positive attitude. Yes, he does. Yeah, Martina Navratilova, she has cancer now, mm. a breast and throat. Shout out to her. We hope she feels she's talk about, you know, athletic. She's broke so many barriers just with who she is. Yeah. So we want to make sure she's feeling good. Damar Hamlin, the the um football player, he had a heart attack oh, on yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So young. Oh my goodness. I know, that was so scary. And when he woke up, the first thing he said was just, Did we win? That's like from a movie. Or no, who won? Dude. And the doctor said, you did. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So we want to make sure he's okay. My mom was watching the game, and she said it was oh. really... Yeah. My mom's a big football... Um, well, she loves football. Yeah. I could care less about it. Okay. I just heard about it. But she's like, did you hear? I was like, what? So, anyway. I'll be watching Super Bowl, but for the queso and the commercials. I'm all about the queso. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Ben Affleck's commercial with the Dunkin' Donuts. Can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I posted it on our Instagram. Follow us at I Mean Mom Podcast. But there's one last one I want to say, get well. Okay. And that's to Bianca Sensori. Do you know who she is? I do not. She is Kanye West's wife. Oh, wait. I just read about her today. They just got married last Uh, night. We don't know if it's it's legally binding. It's not legally binding. They didn't apply for any kind of thing. But she looks like Kim Due. Yeah, because she went blonde, right? They're like, who's... Oh, oh, she went blonde? They're like, who is this blonde woman that he's it was dining her. with at Waldorf Astoria? Yeah, he's wearing a ring. Yeah. And she looks like she's just got bigger titties. I'm sorry to say that, but she's got bigger boobies. And what is this control <coughs> that he is able to have on these... Poor fucking weak-ass chicks. Like, what is going on? Like Nick Cannon, too. These weak women who are Uh, like, ugh, you know. But I want to say, get well, Bianca Sensori, and wake (laughs) the fuck up. Seriously. Because this is not worth it. And you just trashed your hair by making it platinum, and it shouldn't be. Why? Speaking of hair. Well, we're going to get to the Kardashians, I guess, on the next one. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about some looks Mm because we've got a lot of looks to talk about, girl. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But thank you so much for listening. This is Karen. And Nicole. And this is I Mean Mom. uh, I Mean a Mom Podcast. And we are Pop Culture Mom Podcast. (laughs) Um, More so than being mothers, we are more interested in pop culture right now. But thank you so much for listening. We'll, We'll stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Bye.